You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. Well, I came here for just one drink. That's all I got now, don't you think? That's right. That's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. Well, it's another night at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana. We're here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and we got Table 12. There they are. Got the low budget plastic cup banging around. Oh, goodness, goodness. So, you know, uh, we're at the speakeasy, so the liquor is flowing well tonight. Another great night. So I don't know if I've told you guys. I, I guess I've mentioned it. Um, I've been very proficient this last week with my twenty-two. <laughs> uh, well, you're cheating, though. <laughs> it's like shooting fish in a bucket, eh? <laughs> sort of. So I have chickens here. So I had a varmint get in and uh, get one of my hens. So I'm like, how did this happen? So I look around and they had, I have six by six um, beams around my run. And a raccoon had dug completely under and come out the other side, got into their feed. And I had a little banny hen and uh, banny hen was gone. So my oldest son came over that same night and we poured concrete all around the thing. So we come out the next morning and it the coon tried like heck to get in there's holes all the way around it so i'm like well i'm gonna catch this raccoon so i've always been good at throwing some uh corn in you just get a fresh ear of corn because from experience when i grew corn here for about the day before i'd go to pick it <laughs> the coon just strip it clean. it'll clean the field out so you get some sweet corn like when it's five for it two gone. bucks so they, uh, they send scouts, you know. They got one scout well, that that's says, exactly what it goes, happened. It goes back. It goes back in the woods. Says, almost right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Almost right. It's amazing how that actually works out. Oh, way, it is. I think. And they'll clean the field out tonight. So I but took anyway. my box trap out, threw an ear of corn in there, got up the next morning, and I had a coon that filled the entire trap. It was uh, big. So I figured, well, I got the coon. So I thought. Well, maybe there's another one. So I put the trap out again, threw an ear of corn in, got up the next morning, trap was gone. This isn't a small box trap. This is a big box trap, a couple feet long, about foot, 16 inches tall, about three foot long, actually. So I find it halfway down the hill. So the corn's been ate up inside of it, but it's gone. So I'm like, well, the coon got lucky. So I put another ear of corn in it. So I leave the husk on and just pull the husk off yeah. a little bit. So you get up the next morning, trap's gone again. <laughs> he just drug trap down, ate the corn. I'm the like, wire. this is one mean coon. So the next day, 
I put the trap inside the trash can laying down. So it has to go in. It can't get it from any. And I, and I took the ear of corn and broke it in half. Because I'm like, I'm losing whole ear or corn for bait. This ain't right. At least I lose a half. So I put that half ear in. I come out the next morning, and I, I don't have my glasses on at first. But it looks like the trap's outside the trash can that was laying down. So I get my glasses on, got my cup of coffee. Sun's just coming up. Walk out there. Much to my surprise, I don't have a coon in the trap. I have two coons in the trap. <laughs> I'm Holy like, wow. God. Two at once. Two at once. So, um, that being a have a heart trap, right? Yeah. yeah. So you up to three now. I didn't have a heart when I removed them, though. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I better you know bait this thing again just in case. So come out the next morning, there's another coon in it. So we're up to four. So I'm like, well, that's surely it, but I'll put another ear of corn in tonight. Came out the next morning, another coon in it. And and the last two were big. No uh, they were both female. The first one I got was a male, and the uh, two that were in there, they were like intermediate size. They weren't real small, but they weren't real big. So they had to either run at the same time or one was right behind the other. And by the time the trap tripped it, just swatted the other one in. So well, I think it hit the butt of the one and it yeah. scared him and he ran yeah. into the other one. So ended up with five coons in a week. Do you think you got them all? Well, I didn't get any today. So corn still there? Well, I, corn's still there. We'll see. And just to tell anybody, anybody coming to the Gator Fry, you never know what, what the that mystery, mystery meat, meat might be. be. So right. this is what I tell everybody <laughs> to make them feel safe. Raccoons are the nastiest animal alive, I think. They are nasty. They carry diseases. I mean, they taste good though. I, n- not that I'm never, I've never had one, <laughs> never will. They literally will. eat anything. I will never serve them to anybody. <laughs> now, groundhog, that's a different story. They're vegetarians. <laughs> Vegetarian, right? No, I think possums got coons beat. Uh, yeah, they're pretty yeah. nasty. Too. Possums pretty nasty. That's, yeah, but possums, you know what? They're actually they, a very they clean eat ticks, animal. Well, kind of no, I'm just yeah. saying as far just as like something I ain't gonna eat. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. You talk about nasty. What animals. if I, we could smoke some possum snouts? That's all right. No, thank you. Gosh. Oh. Yeah, so, I, I try to tell my wife, and possums are good. They're good. I'm just good, concerned he has a reference yeah, to possums now. Right. He's got a recipe for it. So, uh, there, Granny Clampett, you see. Yeah. She, she always made possum stew. A little possum stew. stew. I try to have my possum stew. Don't worry. Yeah. So, obviously, I used a, a gun. So I know how to use guns. We know how to use guns. We respect people, respect guns. Unlike what's going on in the city of Chicago. Fourth of July weekend. This is going to wow you. Over 100 people were shot over the Fourth of July weekend. In the city of Chicago. In the city of Chicago alone. Uh, the, the article said 19 of them died, but I know one died since then. So 20 of them died. Among them, 13 were children and two Chicago police supervisors. This is the city of Chicago. Who, last week, the week prior, the mayor of Chicago said crime rate is going down. She's just... Is that Lightfoot? Yeah. Yeah, so, so let me go a little bit further. Through the 4th of July, 2,019 people 
I had to read that twice. I thought they were saying the year 2019. But right. 2019 people have been shot in Chicago this year. A 13% increase over last year and a 50% increase in shootings compared to 2019. In 2021, this year alone, 363 murders to date in the city of Chicago. They're they're close and possibly past the numbers of Juarez, Mexico. It's probably- I, I don't. Uh, this is a United States city, a major city. Well, and what- first of all, the mayor comes out the week prior and says crime is going down. So there was a student who spoke out today. Uh, one of her friends was unfortunately one of the victims and said her exact words were, and I'm going to use it, bullshit. Right. The crime's not going down. It's got worse. Right. So if you remember last year about this time, the president offered to send the military to Chicago to help. And they declined and it. She was refused. She yep. refused. But. Today, <laughs> guess what she asked? She did. Biden made a stop there and she asked for military help. Now, here's a city. Oh, it gets gets a little bit further. So, in November, she proposed an $80 million decrease in police funding. So, here's somebody that it is truly out of control. $80 million. $80 million. Mayor's proposed budget included an $80 million reduction in tax dollars going to the Chicago Police Department. I remember that. So, along with a, along with a lot of other liberal mayors in liberal cities. Well, yeah, it's uh, just right. not the, the same thing. Th- this. This is a city which, close. Which, I mean, this is which, a couple hours from which us. those cities' crime rates have gone up have skyrocketed. Right, too. we're what four hours from there. Yeah. And I think we should mention though that we are very strong Second Amendment supporters. This isn't sure. this isn't a gun problem. This is a city. Well, let's also pop and a leadership since you said that problem. too. That Chicago is a non. Chicago gun, is the, the strictest city in the United States of America guns. gun law. That's right. Wise. The regular the average. The strictest. Yeah, the, they, av- the, strictest, yeah. the average so. person there can't have a gun and protect them. That's well, right. and that's, and again, again, that's the crux of the problem. So you have people that live, unfortunately, that live in these areas of the city, in these <coughs> downtrodden areas where all these gang bangers and drug dealers run amok. And they have no means to defend themselves. None. None. And they can't. They can't legally uh, have a means to defend themselves. And and they and they also don't have a means to get themselves out of that area of the city. And their because, situation in life. Yeah, because of, yeah, because of their economic uh, issues. And um, you know that's a problem. You know, you got you got uh, people who are law-abiding individuals who are living in these um, apartment complexes and these run-down parts of the city who don't have a means to get out and they don't have a means to defend themselves from these animals that you know I'm, I'm just going to put it out there are preying on them these people are these people have absolutely zero respect for life and you know they're killing each other and it's all and and again I I, I blame the media because they don't blow it up and the media, exactly. the media should right. be blowing this up. So that that um, all all this crime is going on and all this death rate, you know, um, th- this kind of information that 
that Alan brings out there, it's, it should be front page news. Absolutely. But you have to dig to find those numbers. Right, right. And, and, and it should be front page news, and it's not. So then the mayor of Chicago also blames the what she considers lackluster gun laws in the state of Indiana, which is close to Chicago, and saying that's where all these guns are coming from. They're running across the state line and getting them. Well, I don't know. I don't know that that's the case or not. But they ain't using them in Indiana. That's right. You know why? Because somebody will shoot them. That's right. Because people in Indiana have the right, have the means and the right to defend themselves and have what they need. So it's pretty. It's pretty simple. If you look at the true statistics over the last decades, certain states have relaxed their or have have made it easier for law-abiding citizens to to own guns and carry guns legally and in those states and every single one of them the crime rate drops when that happens that's right again the media does not show those numbers right yeah so just so people know these facts and numbers i didn't make up they came from the chicago sun times database on shootings which they update daily unfortunately pretty sad when you got to do that but it's not on the front page. No, no. no it and, and you know, to touch on that other point, thirteen of those one hundred shootings were kids. Yes. Right. Well, and, and some of those are probably shooters that are involved juveniles, in this. juveniles involved because, in it, because right. it's gang violence. But some, but, of, but some of them aren't because yeah, they're again, fire victims. Yeah. You've got these 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 people have a zero respect for life, so right. they don't care. They no. don't care what crowd they're shooting. They're not. They don't care if it's if they if they hit a ten month old or a ten year old or a three year old. They simply don't care. Well, just locally here in Cincinnati, there was a guy got out of a car and just stuck gun up in the air. I'm raising my arm, everybody can see me. Sticks a gun up in the air and hands it and just starts open fire into an area. Well, I'm sorry, you're not you're not going after somebody. You're just trying to create mayhem and you're just letting lead fly out where it lands you don't know and like jeff said that's just there's just no respect for life you think there's a place where you could find out if what race majority of these or all these were i I don't think that matters quite honestly well i well you know it's it's how the city right how it's been run it's how the city's been run so i'm i'm going to address that a little bit we all know we not all know it's most of these most of these deaths are are or people are black and yes. most of the shooters are black and again for whatever reason the media does not talk about mm-hmm. these deaths these deaths aren't important right um because it's black on black okay uh one cop out of a million um kills a black person and it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong or not it's going to make headline news and it's going to be there's going to be a starburst of of that information blasted out but you have how many how many died over the over the holiday week 20 20 in chicago 20 people but that didn't matter that's right the the the, you know and and except for the fact that the mayor is they're now getting enough push from the citizens of chicago to say enough is enough right that she is finally and from the police finally looking for help yeah. That was offered to her years ago. Right. right. But. And you can't blame the people in those areas when this isn't like this just happened. This is decades of 
lack of leadership yep. to help bring the city up and bring the people up. It's to keep them in place and keep them under control. And, you know, you start to fight for, I mean, so here, not giving excuses, but you start to fight for survival mm-hmm. and just have enough food and, you know, to be able to take care of yourself. So here's another couple other facts. First thing people, some people are going to say is gun control, gun control, gun control. So the guns are trying to control now are semi-automatic weapons. So can somebody, I know you, everybody sitting around here is going to know the answer to these questions. What's the number one weapon used in gun deaths? Pistol. Correct. That's right. What's the number one cause of gun deaths? Suicide. Suicide. Right. Yep. They don't want okay. to talk about that. They don't want to talk about that. It's right. a mental health issue. Right. All the way around. All the way around. What they want to do is, you know. Control. Control what law-abiding citizens do. That's right. I mean, we're sitting here. All of us own weapons. All of us respect the weapon and use it for either hunting or targeting it's or, purpose it's a purpose yeah. we never once you know we've talked about it many times in high right. school we had gun racks in our truck and had yeah. 22s or loaded 12 gauge shotguns there and <laughs> right and it was you know and there was fights in school there wasn't like nobody got everybody was angels and we all skipped through the right. halls there was fights in schools but not once did anybody who was in the fight think about going to their truck and we, getting their gun you, one of the projects in high school was to make a crossbow well, I made a gun stock. I made a gun rack. A lot of guys make crossbows. I, I made a gun stock. I brought yeah. a double barrel shotgun into class. Yeah. I got permission from the teacher. I told him what I was doing. I said, I need to bring it in for measurements. And he was a little apprehensive, but he goes, well, call, you know, I had to meet him in the morning and I gave it to him, you know, but mm-hmm. I brought it in so I could get measurements to make the gun stock in a wood shop. So, so I'm going to go back to my comment about states that have m- made gun ownership and and carry easier for law-abiding citizens and why that why that crime rate rate drops there because then the bad guys don't know who and who does not have a weapon to protect themselves and i'm going to take this all the way back to world war ii you know i'm going to i'm going to reach all the way back to world war ii the reason the japanese didn't never attack our mainland that's right. Is because their emperor, or their, their basically the, the command of their military, yeah. said they would find a gun behind every grass blade. That's right. And so just the fact that they knew that this nation would defend, its, itself. would defend itself from every corner and every any every dirt mound That's right. across the country, the Japanese never considered attacking the mainland and, and the same thing goes for criminals they have to consider that in states and cities where the citizens are allowed to have guns to defend themselves right every time they approach every time they're going to step foot in somebody else's house they have to consider that's right they're taking their life in their own hands so what do they do they don't. They they, they tend not. To, what they, they tend not to do that. That's right. But in a city like Chicago, where they know that the law-abiding citizens have no means to defend themselves, it's they can pickin'. they can run amok. It's easy pickings. So, and this goes back. I had a, a little bit of a de- debate with a family member one time who lives in Cincinnati, 
who was espousing on social media some dislike for guns and stating the fact that um, um, he, he didn't have guns in his house. And that's fine. If you don't want to have guns, if you're not comfortable with that... You shouldn't have one. I'm absolutely fine with that. Sure. But don't advertise it. Right. Yeah. Don't advertise it for the same reason I just (laughs) talked about. Because up until that point, the bad guys don't know whether you do or not. That's right. Right? And, you know, I made the statement to him. Pissed him off. I'll stand by it. You know, he, he would bring his family to my home on holidays or whatever. He knew I had guns in my house. He never felt uncomfortable with coming to my house bringing his family in my house with guns in my house right and i'll stand to this day that his family was safer in my house with my guns than they were in his house with, with no, no guns Try. Right. and i'll stand by that yeah and and so that's uh that's why the city of chicago doesn't work it, you know, one of the arguing points too that one of the lawyers made fighting off of this uh, the Second Amendment rights was, in order, this is a point for all Americans, especially young men and women that are coming up and turning the age of eighteen or twenty-one. You have to be a law-abiding citizen to get a permit to conceal carry. Right. So, in order to maintain that permit, you must be a well-established person. Right. So, it keeps you from breaking the law too. Uh, in a sense of being corrective, so you could have that. So, uh, you know, I, I know it's happened in other places where they've got rid of the guns and then put them back, and the, con- the crime rate and murder rate just dropped dr- drastically after they did that. But I would love to see them say, you know, starting October 1st, people in Chicago can apply, else for- can, can apply for a, a concealed carry. I'd like to see what would happen. I think you'd see a huge change. Well, you can't even own a gun in Chicago, I know, let alone right. concealed right. carry. You can't even own one. Right. You're not even allowed to own anything. Right. To tell you something, when they have the highest gun crime rate in the nation. Yep. Right. I mean, it, just, it doesn't make sense. It does it, not make but sense. But again, it's all control. It's nothing but control and power. You know, you keep your... I, I say that mayor has no... I, I don't live there... You know, but I don't think there's much control going I would on. Say there's there. something behind her that's faking care. Of her. That's what I'd say. I don't know. I I just I'll I'll, I'll be shocked if she's the mayor next time around. Well, honestly, I, I, I wouldn't. Okay, be. I, I know I I've been be. shocked about a bunch of things. But so. it's Chicago. It's Chicago. So. Yeah, I, it's Chicago I politics. It's not about whoever is the best. It's whoever is the in in the end. It, yeah. So we'll leave that because we don't want any Chicago mafia <laughs> coming after us. So we'll end that statement so i want to talk about unemployment a little bit Uh. you're gonna love this one this is as of this week the number of americans filing first time claims for unemployment you heard that right first time claims edged up from last week to three hundred and seventy three thousand dollars or three hundred and seventy three thousand people first time it went up on went first up to 373,000 people of new people that's never new people unemployment. first time so the problem with that for us sitting around this table is hundreds of places are looking for people to work right and yet we have more first time it's going up instead of down it's because it's too easy to sit at home well and <laughs> 
<laughs> and they can make more money on unemployment than they can going to work because the government's supplementing unemployment by huge amounts. Well, now that's the people that lost unemployment are suing the state of Indiana because they stopped them. Stopped them. Well, they already they stopped the extra. Pay. They've already stopped the yeah. stop. stop. Indiana stopped it. They sued it, and there's a judge put an injunction on it that they can't stop it until <coughs> it runs out federally now. Yeah. So we so, talk, and we see it right here locally. We we I don't know how much of it has to do with the unemployment issue per se, but because I, I I'm not going to say that it is, but I would imagine it's part of it. We see our local businesses are struggling to have enough help. Um, our local restaurants are closing additional days a week uh, because they don't have enough employees to be open six or seven days a week, so they're shutting down extra days of the week and um it's it's just hard to believe that what you see i'm amazed you know uh, again these were some of these restaurants were thriving restaurants and they're shutting down an extra at least one extra day a week i have six openings now i've had um applications out now accepting applications for 14 days and haven't received any well, I got two. I could. So even in this this news article, it specifically says, with vaccinations continuing, Americans are resuming their pre-pandemic behavior, traveling, shopping, eating out, sparking the demand for workers across yeah. multiple industries. And those workers are sitting home collecting a check instead of working because our, our government can't figure out that that's what the problem is. Nah. In fact, they came out the day trying to spark uh, another stimulus no so they're trying to i believe he's signing an executive executive order today which targets businesses uh no more non-compete he wants to strike non-compete agreements period there are some states that already don't allow that wants to i wish i were to wrote all this down i heard it coming home so non-compete um, will do not want businesses to share wage earnings from one business to another because they consider that monopolizing the wage. So if you're a construction supply company and you talk to another construction supply company, they don't want you to share information because you're setting the wage by talking to each other. You understand that's, it? That's market value. That's well. What that's that's what the and our current administration thinks that they're going to solve the unemployment issue by doing that by strengthening market value yeah, trends. And, and yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So just wait. It gets. I mean, this is an executive. And once again, another executive order. That's what you got to deal with. This is the, this is why they all the unemployment keeps. So we talk about this, and we're yeah we're we 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 are gearing up for a trip to Florida, and you know one of the one of the considerations is, again we're we're looking for these services like yeah whether you know we we considered Uber, but the price of Uber has like gone through the roof. So we're hoping that our reservations for rental cars holds, and they have them available in August when we get down there. Uh, fortunately, the governor of the state of Florida stopped the extra pay to, to uh, the extra pay for the unemployment months ago. Right. Kind of, he kind of led the 
led all states with doing that and he got a lot of criticism of course from the liberal left for doing that but i i talked to a friend of a mutual friend of alan and mine who likes to spend a lot of time in florida any vacation time he has and and now i'm talking about ken we yeah. talked about yeah. he, he, yep. was, he actually he, he was in a car wreck and and he's laid up but he goes to florida every chance he gets him and his wife and one of the things that he told me i was talking to him the other day just kind of checking in and seeing how he's doing after his car wreck and we we got on this topic a little bit and he said you know it's it's funny he said you know i've been to florida a couple times since the first of the year and he said i i really didn't notice it down there as far as the lack of service service in restaurants or or anything like that well again the governor of florida stopped that extra pay for for the unemployment a long time ago right so it it people went back to work yeah down there and we were there in april and i i have to say the same we everybody was busy and yeah so yeah here here's what's crazy so i'm just pulled up the executive order yeah so there's a lot of good stuff that was in the beginning of the executive order which cracking down on um facebook right all, all kind of, but then you get down in the weeds of the executive order there's always about, something in the yeah. weeds yeah we got to get the good stuff on top biden additionally calls for all federal regulators to create rules to cut down on non-compete agreements and ban unnecessarily occupational licensing requirements so i'll talk about that a little bit in my field so construction so there are certain trades that need to have occupational licensing so mr biden thinks you shouldn't have to make workers have those so there's a reason for that okay just like i don't know if you the the whole teachers grant thing he's removing the gpa requirements for grants for people who want to be teachers so without saying it out loud He's targeting people in a certain... Um, Trades fields, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's... So, you don't have to be a licensed plumber. You don't have to, to be, to be a, a licensed plumber to be a plumber. That's right. You don't have to be licensed to do electric. I mean, it's just not right. His idea is that it gets more people in the trades. Well, if you're not making them be licensed, you, you got every Tom, Dick, and Harry... Wiring. wiring your house well you're going to get more people in but you're not going to get qualified people right in, which is going to drive wages down and not up and you're going to water the field down instead of but it's the damn government that set the standard for the freaking well need yeah, for yeah you're, but stability of that stuff so you're going to drive incompetence it's what right. it is so it, it's there's other things in this executive order which are good i mean some of the stuff continues some of the items that the trump administration had put in um we won't talk about but there's that, more no. than 72 different initiatives in the executive order you know it's why why can't we do this the way it's supposed to be done why do we even have congress and right senate exactly you shouldn't have it it's exactly. everybody's doing executive this man order has crap. done more executive orders in the first 150 days than any president has done in any administration probably, period probably any 10 administrations yeah it's crazy it's oh yeah. it's just pushing shit through that's why well, and it's allowed, with, but nobody's saying that. This, is, with this, Obama. Is, this is not a. This is, I hate to say it, this is as close to communism yes. as you can get. Right. right. Now, I'm not disagreeing with all the things they're putting forth, but there's you got to. There's, there's a process for it. That's right. 
Yeah, we have a legislation that's supposed to be doing these things for us and watching for this stuff, but it, but they keep their hands off of it, so they stay. They can if something goes wrong. Well, we that was an executive order. Either even if even if all this. So that means you out on side of your building, you need to take off certified mechanic. Yeah, but even if this goes exactly, it's like. But even if this goes bad, the Democrats in the House can say, "Well, that was by that was not us. That was him." You know, we advised differently. No, well, you shouldn't have to. This should be open for debate. Both sides debate it. There the is a reason. Made. If, if you can't see the writing on a wall, so there's a reason they're pushing him to do executive orders. Yeah. So, um, I hate to say this, but I mean, there's even people on the Democratic side of the line that said. The president needs to take a cognitive test. Yes. Okay. So you allow him, as a on the Democratic side of the party, to continue executive orders. If there ends up being an issue with cognitive testing, and then you've washed your hands of all that. You yeah. know, right? It, it was him. It wasn't us. Yeah. Yep. We had no exactly control it. over it. Why? Yep. Why else would you allow a president? To do so many executive orders, and I don't even—I mean, I don't even think he knows. It's all part of the plan, folks. Well, I don't even think he knows half. I know we're we're not supposed to be political (laughs) here, but so one last topic I want to talk about here, and then we're going to have some fun. Ransomware attacks. So just yesterday, yeah, there is a major ransomware attack going on. Whether. The news doesn't really it, well. Yeah. It's because they don't report it. Come out of Russia. My yeah. IT department reports it. It's that. another Russian ransomware attack. So they started out by asking for five million dollars. Now they're asking seventy million 70. in cryptocurrency. Um, and here's where I have issues with all of this. Um, so it's definitely come out of Russia. They've tracked it that far. Our current administration is doing absolutely nothing, nothing. about it. Uh, Putin was asked if Russia was aware of the attack or if he had looked into it, and he said no, but suggested it could be discussed by the U.S. and Russia in a consultation on cybersecurity. (laughs) (coughs) I'm laughing and coughing, which no timeline has been specified for. And I put in parentheses, this is my typing in parentheses, bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. right. Well, wait a minute. But I wonder if this was on the list of things that Biden told him not to mess with. So as long as I guess it ain't on the list, then it's okay to do, right? I mean, this is crazy. (laughs) You've seen the press conference. I gave Putin a list of these are the 16 or whatever it was, things you're not allowed to touch. So as long as it's not on that list, it's fair game. Don't touch my ice cream. Yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. <clears throat> We've allowed him to go too far as it is. Putin is just well. Well, I mean, uh, with I've, regard to these, w- with regard to whether it whether it's uh, a Russian entity that's that's doing this, or as far as I'm concerned, a lot of these other ones that may be domestic. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, they ought to be declared terrorists. Very yeah. absolutely. I mean, I I mean these, they, they are threatening. They are threatening worldwide economy, right? Um, with with these, what they they that's fun and games to them. Well, and they're affecting because, people's lives because well because it, but again, so there's no real threat to them. No, but so if this we this, declare them terrorists and they get caught. It's a different. Ball it's game. a different ball game. Yep, and and um, that that again, it's kind of like it's kind of like we talked about. 
guns, right? Oh yeah. Now they have to consider. Now they have to consider Some, the, the 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 payback. Somebody's around the corner happen. looking. Right. And, I mean, this is this is happening in our country right now, regularly, regularly. And why this isn't once again front page news? No. Uh, you got to dig for this stuff because we're padding the padding the um, administration. Crazy. They they, the people can't handle the truth anymore. They have to. Be, they just don't want to know. They have to be sympathetic to everything about everything. Okay, Jack Nicholson. Well, <laughs> no, Tom Cruise. You can't handle the That's truth. Right. No, I don't think it's. I don't know if it's so much they can't handle it. They just don't want to hear it. Well, well, wait a minute. So, again, it has to do with the media and what they're what they're allowing them to hear. Well, that too. So that drives a lot. So we all. I mean, listen. We all only got so much time in a day. We only. We all got only so much time to take in information. Right. And and depending on what our resources are for that information, we're um, you know, at that at the mercy of yep. of wherever we're getting that. You're subject to the media push wherever you get it. That's right. And yep. if and if it's a void of information, a void of the truth, yep. that's what you're stuck with. And that's so that's what you have in your head. And unfortunately again, I I, I you know the American the American media is so freaking corrupt in this. Oh. And and not just in what they what they come up with that is not does not have the facts. It is what they leave out. That's right. Yes. Right. Well, and it's just making up stuff. I mean, they they admittedly just make up stuff. I mean, it's not even that they're Get, not getting the facts right, they're making up stuff to make a headline. They're telling yep. opinions, and when it's, not, they're not right. so, they're just opinions. And when it's wrong, it right. just kind of oh, well, we made a mistake there, but yeah. you know, and they go on, and it's it, and everybody they, just goes. Okay. They don't report the news; they report their opinions and their views. Yep. And that's not what it. Here's is. what we think. All right, let's lighten things up a bit. All right, let's have some fun. Think, well, we'll say it's lightened up. How's everybody on? First thing we're going to do is take a break. Because our glasses are empty. <laughs> so if we cross the line, 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and we'll be right back. I promise. Hey, y'all. This here's your good buddy, Big Bubba. And I'm here to tell you about another one of our new services that we offer. It's the Big Bubba Critter Hunting Services. That's right. Whether you got a coon, getting in your stuff, maybe a possum, or maybe you just got a chipmunk in your Cheerios. We're here to help. We use assorted methods for possums. You know, we use them there bats with barbed wire, sort of like they use for zombies. For coons, you know, we might use a have a heart trap or whatever we find in the back of the pickup truck. One thing we don't do is shoot birdies off the top of rooftops in town. Yeah, buddy that used to be in the critter hunting services got in trouble for doing that. Dang conservation officer was across the street. But other than that, if you got a critter you need gone, give us a call at Big Bubba's Critter Hunting Services. One call, we'll make them fall. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, 
Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. Table 12. <laughs> they're still oh, here. They're still here. We've had a good night. It's getting late in the night. Cocktails are flowing. I, I've got one last topic I want to bring wait, up for wait, everybody. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go on, I'm, I'm hijacking the show again. So. Once again. Alan's, Alan's getting a little scared. He's probably a little nervous. So You know, our buddy Tony, <laughs> before you hijack the show, he, so he's on vacation out west. He's got his daughters with him, his grandson with him, and he says, I'm going to play the new episode across the line, <laughs> he told me, 1524, yeah. and as the one Dwayne hijacked and talked about uh, trying to castrate me, so he goes, I had to quickly change the channel. And then he, I, I remember him saying he went and picked out, uh, I don't know what episode he yeah, picked Super Bowl. out. Super Bowl, yeah, So because his grandson was with him, but no, this isn't an intervention. This is more of a little bit of a celebration. So I got to get table 12, which... No, did you guys see the lice poles? Yeah, I watched them behind you. Yeah, that was kind of funky. He's here. Is the ice cream machine on? Or no, the ice, ice machine, machine is not on. Okay, so it wasn't the ice machine. No. That light there pulsed big time. Tonight. It was a big pulse, and that one did not. Yeah. And they're all in the same circuit. So that's These what's... two did when that one did yeah. behind you. Yeah, yeah these those flicker. are two separate circuits, too. So that's funny. Oh, this huh? is different than that? Yeah. These are different circuits than that. But the one in the middle of the table didn't do it. No, it yeah. didn't move. But that one there got real dim. Let me rephrase that. Different switching, same circuit. Okay. So the All these lights are same circuit, just different switching. Different switching. So yeah, that for one that was... one not to dim, because I saw that one dim at the same time. It's <laughs> like, why didn't that one dim? It's because Benjamin is... He was messing we, with that one. Ruben, I know you had to have taken the cat balls. I swear I didn't touch a cat ball. We had two cat balls. They're gone. I Benjamin, took them. Benjamin took them. Benjamin, bring the damn cat balls back. Or I'm gonna have to buy some more. I've been busy. You know what? I should have bought them by now. But I've been more. And here's what I've been buying. I've been getting my wardrobe ready for our Florida trip. (laughs) That's I'm gonna just leave it that. (laughs) My wife is shaking her head. She gets to see every piece as it comes in. (laughs) All All right, right. start over. Okay. The show's been hijacked by Dwayne. All right, so I'm hijacking the show again tonight, and I know Alan's probably a little bit nervous now because the last time was an intervention, and there were some tools uh, brought in to uh, help with the intervention, but tonight is a little bit more of a celebration, so I know you can't see this, but um, you know, it, it, there's a there's a birthday cake on the on the bar in front of us because a couple about of people to burn, the, burn the place down. about to burn the place down because they're not as young as they used to be. Um, so Margie, got come up here. All the all, everybody, come on up here. This is for everybody. So we've got two birthdays coming up here, like back to back. We've got Alan and uh, Ruben's wife Margie is having birthdays here, almost back to back. So this is a little celebration for them. Um, so we're gonna have our little birthday sing for them. So I'm gonna move the mic back, but so I'll get it started. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right, somebody's got to blow it up, but don't spread anything. Margie, 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 got him. Hey, perfect. So, so real quick. All right. So, Margie turns twenty-three. Yeah, March turns twenty-three a day before. I'm I'm a little bit older. I'm twenty. Gonna be twenty-nine. Yeah. So. 
and actually, actuality. I'll be 55. We'll both be 55. Yeah, both be Double 55, nickels. just a day apart. Yeah, yeah she's born the 10th, apart. I was born the 11th. How about that? Know that? And I got to say, uh, this is from me personally, and, and I know it's been kind of said before, but if two years ago or something, if, if somebody had told me we'd had a group of friends, and, and we've all got our friends otherwise, you know, Ryan in Texas and my buddy Keith helps me anytime, but if somebody had told me we'd had a group of friends that we could – spend so much time with and enjoy so much and take trips with and and not want to kill and not want to kill and we give each other <laughs> at least hell. not most of the time well, <laughs> but i mean we give each other hell women and men we both give each other hell yeah, and we still do. leave the end of the night smiling laughing kidding so happy birthday for me you. you know yep. from the heart and i uh, hope we all thank see you. many more together thank you thank you thank you and that's a diet cake that is a there's no calories or no yeah. carbs Zero. or anything in that. Zero. I just see what's oh, in the have, brown bags. We have two. Oh yeah, we've got oh, these few presents. So Alan, you can check yours out there. Oh, there oh a little crown, a little baby apple, apple. <laughs> little apple, apple crown. Does that to go with the bush latte <laughs> apple? <laughs> that was part of it. Oh, that's too funny. Too funny. Margie's got, got a six pack of Corona. Margie's got her favorite Corona. So this is what I'm going to say to our listeners. Go out there and find you a group of friends like we have. Absolutely. Relax, entertain yourself, and each other, and it helps you look forward to the next weekend and Absolutely. doing the same thing. Yeah. Right. I know we all get stuck in the everyday grind. You know, get some friends, share it with. Don't do it alone. You know, you know it's funny. Uh, I, guys said to work today were like, uh, you know, I was late getting here today, and the guys said, "What'd you have plans out there?" I said, "Oh, we're recording tonight," and I said, "That's no big deal because we all ate dinner together last night." Like he yeah. goes, really? I said, swear it's to amazing. God, we all ate dinner together last night. It's, it's so a- we we have an unwritten rule. So you know, usually about once a week, one of us will say, uh, "Let's go out and grab a bite to eat." So we text just so everybody knows. Hey, we're going here. Everybody's welcome. So I did it last night. We we decided Mary and I were like, we just weren't in the mood to cook. And I said, "Well, what are you thinking?" And she goes, "Mexican." So I text everybody, and within. Ten minutes. Everybody said it. We'll to El Raparo. We're picking the time. Yeah. So. Yep. So, yeah. Just to kind of follow that up. I mean, um, it's pretty amazing that this group. And I, I, I tell you what. I, I pray everybody on Earth could have, um, could have a time where, on Monday, you're looking forward to friday or saturday to get with the same group that you just spent the last friday and saturday with. <laughs> yeah it's and, 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 and <laughs> it's um you know and, and you know we're looking we're looking forward to our trip to florida coming up in august we're looking forward to a trip down to kentucky here for a few days and i coming out of a weekend spent you know i mean last weekend was saturday it was Sunday, and we were texting back and forth on Monday, yeah. and uh, had dinner on. Th- and, you know, again, yeah. starting the week is just looking forward to uh, and, and to, to get we, together again. We have our close nucleus group here with the podcast, right? But we have an ex- extended family that started to grow from the yeah. podcast, yeah. from the podcast as yeah. well. Yeah, you you hear us mention names, uh, you know, here on the podcast, and they're, each other's they're kids. very good friends, and we really enjoy 
when and, we're around them too. And we all give each we give them hell too. They're <laughs> once they become part of the they're fair game. Yeah. So yeah. And one of them was supposed to be here tonight. Little cheap, but his wife had some. Uh, yeah, it didn't work out tonight. Some out. Che- yeah, so they'll wishing be here another be- night. Wishing them the best. Yes. You know, you mentioned that. Keep little cheap's wife to your prayers, man. She's going through yep. some rough times right now. Yeah, we so, do. So th- we also have our friend Tony. <laughs> yeah. And his wife Kim, and then you know our good buddy Nick, who we kind of introduced to the whole crowd last yep. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So all those guys come to Old Man's Breakfast, and we, got we, Jim. we and got then we Jim got Jimbo. And, and it just it just goes on and on. Yeah. yeah. Just, so uh, it's it's all great, and it's amazing. I'll I'll talk to people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're in a podcast." In fact, I I have therapy a couple times a week on my shoulder, yeah. and the lady oh, on goes your shoulder. on I my shoulder. Yeah, not well, that kind of therapy. Well, I need therapy. <laughs> and and uh, a lady good, lady there goes. Aren't you part of that podcast? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, and then I'd flip my phone over and I got the sticker on it. And she goes, yeah, Margie or told, told me about that. I'm like, how do you know Margie? <laughs> it's a it's small world. Small you know? world. Knows everybody. It's, uh, it's great, though. It's It's been, uh, and I hope, you know, like I said earlier, I hope the listeners pick up on the, the great times and the great friends and find yourself some friends and, and make the friends and make the time to make the friends and you know again, and and meet them where they are i mean yeah. we, we have our difference we have our differences the way we do things but we just accept, we don't cross we, the line we right? just accept each <laughs> That's other right. we don't yeah. drink bush latte <laughs> <laughs> apple apple it's where the lines get crossed yeah. oh but it's all good so here's what i've decided yes I decided this is a good time to end the podcast. We're going to pick up the UAP's next podcast. Yeah, because they're serving cake. We're serving cake. And ice cream and all that stuff. And we're going to sign off. It's been another great episode of Across the Line 1524. I'm here with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And I'm Alan Stanger, and we'll see you all next time. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, guys. Well, it was another great episode Another great podcast with all our friends and family. You know, life does not get any better than this, quite honestly. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. I know we were probably a little um, more news-oriented today than usual, uh, but we thought they were important topics to talk about. So if you enjoy our podcast, uh, even if you don't, leave us a positive comment, a five-star rating. It just helps spread the word of our podcast. You can also email us at podcast at crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com or go to our webpage, www.crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com and leave a message there. Till next time, for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, and Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to the birthday edition of Cross the Line 1524. <laughs> Out the door.